0: Hey, everyone, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, my interactions uh, with with John Paul Leone, who just passed away recently at the age of 49. He was a terrific, awesome, incredible artist. Uh, I was a huge fan from the moment I encountered his work. Um, He drew one of my favorite issues of Scalped. Uh, He was a guest artist on Scalped. R.M. Gara is usually holding down for Scalped, but just always loved his work from really from day one. The first time we actually hooked up with John Paul Young was on, I believe, our Alex Toth tribute, and I believe Mark Cherela may have uh, have been, you know, engineered helping us get him on as, as a guest, and he talked about Alex Toth, and he talked about, uh, I think, Dennis Cowan actually um, turning him on to Toth because he hadn't really been a Toth fan I think prior to that him getting on Static, and and and, and he talked about that, and he, you know he talked about Toth's work and what an influence it was on him, but that was our first encounter with him. Uh, was having him on as a guest uh, for the Tote Tribute. And, uh, And then I think after that, we asked him to come on for an interview to talk about himself. Now, the interview went pretty well. And I definitely had a good time. And I think Dwight had a good time talking with him, too. And I think he had a good time as well. But one of the things that I noticed, maybe either in setting it up or he maybe even said it on the episode, was he just didn't really like talking about himself. He wasn't comfortable talking about himself. You know, he was fine to be you know, enthusiastic and effusive about Alex Toth or someone else that he thought was awesome. But he didn't like talking about himself in his work. You know, Um, another thing I remember when we were setting up the interview with JP was him mentioning that he had to drop his daughter off or pick his daughter up from soccer practice. So I found out that he was the dad and that he had a daughter. I think his daughter is a teenager now, but she she was obviously uh, a lot younger then. But, you know, finding out that he was a dad and, you know, those are the kinds of little things that when you are interviewing people, um, you do kind of find out um, indirectly. The other thing was the thing I said about Dennis. Dennis talked about, you know, hiring Leon to get on on uh, static and then, you know, telling him, you know, mentioning Alex Toth. And then he said, John Paul was like, you know, huh? Who? And he was like, you don't know who Alex Toth is? And and so they had kind of like an artistic bonding moment, you know, talking about Alex Toth. And I remember Dennis say he was telling him, he says, you know, this is where you're headed. You know, the the things that you're doing artistically, this is where you, this is where you're headed. You know, Alex Toth being the master, I guess. Um, I remember talking to another artist and I was kind of fumbling over my words, much like I am now. And uh, And and the artist was saying, you know, I was talking about, you know, John's work and you know, and how he kind of simplifies things and, you know, shapes and, you know, and spotting blacks and all of that stuff. And he said, yeah, he says, you know, he can take what he sees in his head. He can take his reference and he marries it together and he just pairs it down to the the simplest things necessary for it to read as what it is. So these, you know, these lines and these shapes are a television. These lines in this shape are a car driving down the street. Um, you know, if you squint your eyes, you know, You see all the detail in that that image he did of of Corto sitting at the kitchen table and, you know, in the house looking very lived in and, you know, and everything about it looking familiar and looking real. And I remember John saying something about that to us when we interviewed him, saying that, you know, he was always concerned about how things read. I mentioned, uh, you know, the issue of scalp that he did in issue number 12, which I really, really dug. I remember when we the first time I met him in person, probably at a Heroes Con, maybe. And I remember um, I remember telling him, for anybody who doesn't know, John Paul Leon was a pretty good looking guy. You know, he was, he was a good looking guy. And I told him, I said, I told him he looked like Alec Baldwin. And his face just was like, huh? And he thanked me for, you know, for the compliment, because obviously Alec Baldwin, you know, was and is, you know, one of the one of the best looking dudes in Hollywood. But he looked like Alec Baldwin. Look at him next time. You, you'll see some Alec Baldwin in his face. Anyway, I think he thought that was funny that I said that. But, you know, I did. I thought it was I thought it was true. Um, when I found out that JP was sick and um, that he had battled cancer cancer before, that was, you know, certainly something that, you know, concerned me just as a fan and as someone who considers him somewhat a, a friend, you know, um, and I'll get to that part later. But I didn't know he's 49 years old. You know, he's seven years younger than I am. I thought we were probably about the same age. It's way too, just way too, way too, way too, way too young. Um, Another thing I thought about was at the New York Comic Con, I saw him there and, you know, we talked. I bought his sketchbook and we talked. And he told me that Sidebar was, the previous iteration of Sidebar was his favorite podcast. I said, really? He said, yeah, he says my favorite podcast. And he said his favorite episodes are the ones, not the ones where we're interviewing people, but the ones where we're just kind of sitting around uh, you know, talking about something or waxing somewhat semi-poetic or, you know, uh, just whatever, just us just kind of shooting the shit and just kind of talking amongst ourselves. He found that to be more entertaining than the interviews. And he said that that was, you know, we were his favorite podcast. And I really appreciated hearing that because a lot of people came to the you know sidebar for the interviews. Probably 60 to 70 percent people, you know, dug it for the interviews and maybe another 30 dug it. For the roundtable discussions that we would have, so it was nice for him to say that, and he didn't have to say that. You know, he didn't have to tell me that. I was actually pretty flattered that he said we were his favorite podcast. I don't think there were that many podcasts around at the time, but anyway, he did say it. But the last thing I thought about, and just trying to remember, you know, all of all of my connections with uh, J.P. John Paul Leone, was, and I think this is out of Heroes Con again. I was talking to Tommy Lee Edwards, maybe C two E two. I can't remember. But I was talking to Tommy Edwards, who is uh, JP's friend and, and his uh, his studio mate in the Boulevard, along with uh, Sean and Bernard and, and I believe Trevor. I don't know Trevor's last name. I think it's Goring. And I was talking to Tommy and Tommy said that uh, JP uh, could do this imitation of the Denzel Walk. Now, for anybody who is a fan of Denzel Washington, he has a very specific walk. He has a, he has a certain gait. You know it from a distance and he said that JP could do a pretty convincing imitation of the Denzel walk and I never got a chance to ask JP to do the walk but um but I'll take Tommy's word for it that that JP had it down I think that's a pretty um that's a pretty awesome and embarrassing thing <laughs> to you know for your friend to tell somebody else but I think it's cool that um that is talented and as, as, uh, as terrific an artist he was and as kind as of a person as he was to me, that, um, that JP, uh, could be goofy and have fun with his friends, uh, imitating Denzel Washington as we all do. So anyway, rest easy, JP. And you, you're going to be missed, man.